the best argument given against abortion. It's not most arguments that you actually hear given by ordinary people. Most of those arguments are actually terrible. And what we have is super confident people who think they've got good arguments, but honestly, their arguments are terrible. So there's something called the Dunning-Kruger effect, where people think they know a lot about a topic, but they honestly know so little about the topic that they don't even know that they know very little about the topic. So what's the best argument? Well, according to people who actually study these issues and take some time to really learn how to evaluate arguments, this argument would be an argument from a philosopher named Don Marquis, also spelled, sounded Don Marquis, but his name was Marquis, I believe. He recently passed away. So the way this argument works is this. Marquis says, wisely says, that to think about this issue, we need to step back and think about, well, why is killing us wrong? And he observes it's not wrong to kill us simply because we're alive. So this bit about when life begins, that's kind of dumb. He also observes it's not wrong to kill us simply because we're human. Uh, so this, oh, fetuses are human, so abortion's wrong, argument's no good. He says it's wrong to kill us most profoundly because killing us prevents us from experiencing our valuable futures. If we are killed or if we died, we miss out on the good things that we would have experienced. Now, what if our future is going to be really bad? Well, Marcus thinks it could be okay to end your life or kill that person uh, if their future is bad enough. That's part of the reason why this isn't a very popular argument with anti-abortion people, because they often deny that. But, back to the main point. Um, Marcus thinks that killing us is usually wrong because it deprives us from experiencing our valuable futures. So from there, he argues that embryos and beginning fetuses have valuable futures, and killing them in abortions prevents them from experiencing their valuable futures, so killing them is wrong, so abortion is wrong. So basically, he proposes, if you think about why we are wrong to kill, those reasons, the best reasons, not the silly, simplistic reasons, um, apply to embryos and fetuses also. So again, something like this is widely thought by philosophers and bioethicists and ethicists to be the best argument against abortion. Now, just because some argument is the best argument doesn't mean it's a good argument. So, is this a good argument? Here's some common concerns. First, think about your future and how killing you would deprive you of your future. Which, what makes something your future? A common answer is like, well, something is my future if I'm looking forward to it, hoping for it, expecting it, anticipating it, etc., etc. So for something to be your future, you've got to have like a mind right now that's kind of looking forward to it. Here's a lesser idea. Well, something is my future if my present mind, my present thoughts, feelings, awareness is going to be like psychologically connected to that future event. Well, um, if that's what makes something your future, then embryos and beginning fetuses don't have a future, or not a future like ours, because they're not psychologically connected to those future experiences in any way whatsoever. Why is that? Well, because they don't have minds, awareness of any kind at all. So this objection says that no embryos and beginning fetuses do not have futures like ours. Um, there are like possible future experiences out there, but they don't really belong to anybody because there's nobody that they are psychologically connected to. Another objection is kind of fun, it's kind of metaphysical, kind of abstract, and it says this, well, what else has a future like ours? Um, does a sperm in and of itself have a future like ours? No. Does an egg in and of itself have a future like ours? No. What about this type of thing? Uh, an egg and the sperm that would fertilize it. 
does that sort of thing have a future like ours? Maybe, if that thing can be a thing. So can that thing be a thing? Well, many sort of theorists about what things are, metaphysicians, think yeah. Why is that? Well, because there are things, there are single objects that are like composed of multiple parts, and those parts don't touch. There's some space between them. I mean, indeed, like lots of ordinary physical objects are like that. You know, they got parts, they seem like they're one thing, but they have parts, and those parts don't touch, but they're one thing. Well, if things can be like that, then there can be a thing, an egg, and the sperm that would fertilize it. Well, that thing would seem to have a future like ours, and so then contraception, even by abstinence, would be wrong, according to Marquis's argument. All right, this is a little bit on what's widely thought to be the best argument against abortion, Don Marquis's Why Abortion is Immoral. You can Google it and find more about this. Hope this is interesting. Bye. Oh, and I made this on the train. It's really loud. Hopefully it'll work. Short Cast Club.